You're listening to the DNB Supply Show podcast, your number one resource for living the country lifestyle. This is your host, Matt Breckwald, coming to you from my place in the country to yours. Well, welcome back to the DNB Supply Show, everybody. Hey, this is your host, Matt Breckwald, and today is a special episode. This is the one year anniversary episode since we started the DNB Supply radio show and podcast. And I wanted to take a moment out for this episode just to kind of look back on that a little bit. It's been a really special year and we have you to thank for that, for listening to us, for sharing us, for telling people about this show and for tuning in every week, whether it be on the radio or on the podcast version. Uh, Certainly we would not be doing this if it wasn't for you out there listening and sharing this show. So the first thing I want to do today is just say thank you to all of you. And, And I truly mean that. And I'll tell you what, by the fact that you listen to the show means that I get to engage in this Western lifestyle every week and do that for a living. And I do not take that lightly. I really, really do appreciate it. Very much appreciate you, and I very much appreciate the folks at DNB Supply that have the trust and the faith in me to let me do this and represent this great company every week. Now, you all know if you've been listening for some time, you know that this show, though, what we do not want to do on this show is make it a commercial for DNB Supply. And, and that's been my goal and their goal since we started and since we partnered on this project. But I am going to praise DNB Supply here for just a minute. I've got to tell you, I was thinking about what to say on this one year anniversary episode. And it goes back to when I first moved to the Treasure Valley. My wife and I, my wife grew up down in Buell, Idaho. Uh, I grew up in California. And then just as soon as I was able, I moved up to the Intermountain West. Actually, I moved up and went to college in Montana and studied agriculture. And then during that time, I did an internship here in the Treasure Valley and really fell in love with this region of Idaho and this region of the West, everything in Eastern Oregon, all the way down through the Magic Valley and, and really enjoyed it. And so, after my wife and I met and got married, we found a way to work our way back to right here. And when I first moved back here with my wife in 1999, or excuse me, in 2000, made a good friend at one of the first jobs I had. And we were working on a project one day together and we needed to go get some supplies. And we drove down to the DNB Supply on Glenwood Avenue there in Garden City. And I remember going into DNB and him basically introducing me to DNB Supply and him telling me, just I, I think the quote was, this is such an awesome store. And that is true. And, you know, what impacted me back then was, wow, look at all of the awesome things that a guy like me can find in this store. They have got everything. But now looking back on that and reflecting on that, what impacts me is how big a fan my friend Darren was of DNB Supply and just how that has grown for me over the years as well. I've done ever since we got to the Treasure Valley in 2000. It has just always been a treat to go if, if I needed anything that DNB Supply carried, just a treat to go to a DNB Supply location and just kind of wander around the store and ultimately get what I need, but just spend a lot of time just kind of enjoying everything they have in their inventory and looking around and dreaming about what I wanted to eventually do on my own farm. And, and speaking of my own farm, you know, that had been a goal for my wife and I for a long time. It had been a goal of mine since I was 
18 years old and first moved up to Montana to study agriculture there at Montana State University. And then when my wife and I met, that became a joint goal. Uh, She had grown up on a farm down in Buell and we wanted to have cattle of our own and do the same thing. And so that had been a joint goal. And man, back in 2011, we were finally able to make that happen. And we bought our farm out in CUNA, just southwest of Boise. And it was just a couple of years after that, that a little bit of inspiration between starting my own agricultural business. Somehow I got behind a microphone and I started producing agricultural content in the form of a podcast that I was doing for myself. And in over the next couple of years, one thing led to another. And somehow I found myself being an agricultural broadcaster being so lucky to be able to spend my time creating my income that didn't come from our farm behind a microphone and talking to people all about agriculture. And just when I thought I was as lucky as I could possibly get, I had this idea that I would love to produce agricultural content for somebody else. And I thought, man, this is something that people can really consume, especially people who are living this Western lifestyle that we always talk about on the DNB Supply Show because we are so active, we're so busy, and we want to consume good content, but we just don't always have the time to sit down and hold a book, hold a magazine, or read the screen of a computer. And so audio content is so valuable to us. And I thought, I gotta, I have to find somebody else who understands what I'm thinking here, who sees this vision as well. And literally, the first company I reached out to was DNB Supply, and I cannot believe... I almost want to say it was fate. I cannot believe how receptive they were and how like-minded they were. They had the same vision as me, independent of me ever contacting them. They had the same vision. They had been thinking about it, talking about it, and somehow we found each other right at the ideal time. And and I'll be interviewing Joe Maser, one of the vice presidents of DNB Supply in charge of IT and marketing later on in this episode and talking about just that moment when that happened. It really was a special, a special moment. So I am unbelievably lucky to spend my time now through DNB Supply to spend my time meeting people all these people that are living this Western lifestyle, and as we always say, however you define it, and that is absolutely true, and I get to meet and speak with these great people and learn more and more about the lifestyle that I and all of us love so much, and it has just been such a great honor and a pleasure to do that, and so on this one-year anniversary, I just wanted to take a moment and give you my most sincere thank you for making it possible for me to do this and to make it possible for us to reach out to you and to share this message and this vision of this Western lifestyle with all of you. We really, really do appreciate it. All right. Well, I mentioned a moment ago, we're going to have an interview coming up, and that's with Joe Maser, and he is vice president of IT and marketing for DNB Supply. And we're going to talk all about how, I don't know, how fate connected us to create this show and, and to bring this to you. And of course, don't forget that there's going to be more content. We always have more on our podcast version. So if you're listening to this on the radio, if you go on over to SoundCloud or iTunes, uh, there will actually be more content there about this one year anniversary 
episode. And uh, we'll have that commercial starting for you here just in a second, right after we take our first commercial break. But hey, thank you so much, everybody. And we'll be right back with Joe Maser. D&B knows that life in the West is defined by hard work, innovation, and constant improvement. These values made the West what it is today. And these are the values that have made Wrangler the defining Western brand since 1947. Wrangler apparel is designed to feel good in the saddle, look sharp at the rodeo, and work hard on the ranch. That's why Wrangler fits with class classic Western heritage like a boot in a stirrup. For clothing that's a good value and steeped in Western values, stock up on Wrangler at your favorite D&B supply. A well-worn pair of Danner boots has become a hallmark for hard-working and hard-playing people in the West, and everywhere else for that matter. Find your next pair of long-lasting, great-looking, made-in-the-USA Danner boots at D&B Supply. Hold a Danner boot in your hand, and you'll notice the handcrafted precision. Try it on, and you'll feel the difference. Test it against the elements, and you'll appreciate the value of a product that's built to last. From classic hiking boots to handcrafted work boots to fashion-forward looks to fit your daily life, stop on by D&B Supply to try Danner boots on for size. Well, Joe, welcome to the show. Thanks very much for joining me today. Hey, thanks, Matt. You know, I was really looking forward to doing this episode, and here we are, we're at one year mm-hmm. of doing the DNB Supply Show, and for me, it is an absolute thrill, and it all started, actually, with a phone call to you, which was uh, really interesting. I had come up with this crazy idea that I could produce content mm-hmm. and, and help other people produce content, and DNB is like the first place I thought of, and I called you randomly on a Friday and invited you out to lunch, and on Monday, I had a voicemail back saying, hey, we want to meet with you. How in the world did that happen? You know, that's crazy because we'd come out of a meeting earlier that day, and we were discussing another way to put content out, and a podcast came up as the idea, and we decided, let's go look for somebody that can do a podcast for us. They've got to be someone that knows the country lifestyle and knows how to run the podcast so they can kind of be autonomous, be able to do the whole thing, and we'll just give them the direction. And we said, okay, let's do it. And we were trying to figure out a plan for how we were going to find this person. And you called me that afternoon <laughs> out of the blue. It, it, it was just, uh, it was just like crazy that, that, that those things were timed so perfectly. Well, I'll tell you what it was. It almost felt too easy. I, I had come up with this idea and I'm mm-hmm. like, I wonder if there's somebody out there. And of course, here we are. I shop at DNB all the time. And I'm like, well, this is exactly where I would need to be because I know I could just walk up and down your aisles. And I could come up with content. I could look at something to go, that would be a great episode. And I make that phone call, really not expecting <laughs> anything to come of it. Oh, Just, they'll never call me back. Yeah. And <laughs> bam, there it happened. So that was a good moment in the uh, career of me. I, I said to the guys, you're never going to believe this. Somebody just called that wants to do a podcast for us. And they're like, no. And, and sure enough, there you were. Yeah. Uh, that's funny timing and, and a thrill for me to be associated with you. So you know, in front of everybody listening and everything, I just want to say thanks because the last year has been absolutely great getting to do this. All the people I've been able to meet and interview and talk to through DNB Supply has been just an absolute thrill for me. So truly, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Oh, no, no, thank you, Matt. I mean, you brought this so much to the show and you can take this thing, you can communicate and you can talk to these people and we can put out more of our message and we can be useful to our customers. And I think that's exactly what we were looking for. Well, I, I appreciate it and I'm flattered and uh, it seems like it's a, it's a match made in heaven. So I, I am really happy with it. And and I want to ask you, so your title at DNB is Vice President of IT and Marketing. That's correct. Okay. So tell us the story. How in the world did you come to be doing this and doing this for DNB Supply? Uh, I... St- 
boy, that's a long story. <laughs> Without going into too much detail, I uh, I kind of fell into the, the position. Uh, they called me after I had been working at Micron for a while and asked me to come out and do it. And so I did. And I started it. I started in IT. Did that for uh, like 10 or 12 years. And then things kind of changed and we were going a different direction. And we decided, you know, we really need to bring more of the electronic media into marketing. So we need somebody that knows that aspect of it. Things were changing, you know, in the old days. You have a store, you put stuff on the shelves. That's that's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, we need to be able to communicate not only newspaper, radio, and TV. We need to be able to communicate online. We need to be able to have a website. We need to do all these other things. So that's kind of when they brought me in to do that part of it. And so, and I, and I think they're it's hard. You don't always find people that can do both. And really, I have great people that do it for me. So it's really not me that's doing it. The important thing is that you understand both aspects of it because technology is a wonderful thing, but if you can't communicate it to people or how to use it, you can't mm-hmm. market it to people, then it's really, it's useless. I mean, it's, it's got to be, people have got to understand that the best technology doesn't always win. It's the best marketing a lot of times that, that makes something become the winner. I mean, you look at Betamax versus VHS. Right. You know, Betamax was I, obviously, it was actually a superior content, but it didn't win. Well, and I think that DNB does a great job of, of both getting their message out and talking about the Western lifestyle and, mm-hmm. and really demonstrating to people that uh, we are there for them and mm-hmm. that we've got the solution to their problems. Yeah, I hope we can always provide those solutions and we can be there for them. And to me, this is this is just another aspect of customer service. It's the same thing we do in the store every day. People mm-hmm. come in with problems and we try to help them solve those. And this is just another avenue we can help to solve those problems, maybe even before they come in. Maybe we can mm-hmm. make someone that's never heard of us turn them into a customer because they found the solution from us and you can build and maintain a relationship online. And this is this is an aspect of it, the podcast, I mean, the website with the blog. Mm-hmm. And then the, as always, the most important aspect is always the in-store contact that you have with with our team members and employees. I mean, the, that's the relationships that we make with our customers. You know, the, the fact that most of the time, a lot of people, we know them by name when they come in. I mean, that's the best you can do. And this is just another aspect of mm-hmm. that. Well, I think to that point, that's why I wanted to do this show for DNB. Is I've been a customer for years. We have our farm out in Cuna, where you're sitting right now, yep. and you know I I had an issue with uh, frost-free hydrant breaking. Oh, I don't know, late the summer. So I was already doing the show, but I went into DNB. I didn't tell anybody that I'm the host of the show. Mm-hmm. I went in. I was looking at the frost-free hydrants. I knew that I needed to fix it. I replaced the hydrant itself, but I'd never done it. And so there were some things I didn't know about, and I'd already dug it up. And a gentleman came by, asked me if I needed some help, and I said, yeah, help me understand this. And literally 20 minutes later, he was done explaining to me and I had learned a ton. And I thought to myself, okay, that right there is why I'm doing the show because that is an episode. That is what DNB provides to people when they come in the stores. They solve their problems, they educate them, they teach them. With the radio show, that's why we did it because we can do that to hundreds or thousands of people at a time. Not that we don't want to when they come to the store, but this gives us the opportunity to have that same conversation with many people at the same time. So that's been a real, really fun part of doing this show. And the, and the beauty of it is it's a long-lived conversation, too. I mean, we, we have the you look at the different shows about snowblowers or how to deal with your pets in cold weather and things like that. Those will be good five years from now. Yeah. You don't have to have that same conversation over and over again. If When somebody's ready and looking for that information, hopefully it'll be there for them to find it. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a commercial break. All right. And then when we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit more about what's coming up in the future. Know what looks good with a cowboy hat, panhandle western apparel, and rock and roll denim available at D&B Supply. 
Over 70 years ago, Panhandle started putting snaps on their popular gambler-style shirt and soon became a runaway hit with cowboys and cowgirls everywhere. In the 21st century, they formed rock and roll denim too, with fashion-forward looks and high-class jeans that fit any style. With designs both classic and fresh, get decked out for life in the West with Panhandle shirts and rock and roll denim at D&B. There is nothing more iconic in the West than a cowboy hat. And no brand of cowboy hat that's better known for quality, style, and look than Stetson. Stetson's legacy dates back over 150 years. Since then, it's been turning out nothing but the best women's and men's hats in a variety of styles, from classic cowboy to straw and more. And for the real Western rider in your life, nothing makes them look the part better. Stetson Classic American Hats, available now at your favorite D&B Supply. Okay, Joe, well, I wanted to ask you, have there been some highlights for you uh, on the D&B show over the last year? You know, there there have been, and a couple of the shows that we always sit and we plan what are the shows going to be about, and sometimes you listen to a show and you go, and you cringe and you go, really, that's what we're going to talk about? <laughs> and is our customers really interested in that? And for the one we decided that it was kind of a, an April Fool's, started out as an April Fool's joke, but actually became... Um, semi-serious was the cricket farming one. Yeah. I, I listened to that and fully expecting, you know, it's going to be kind of tongue in cheek. And, and I learned a ton from that. And, and I was blown away by the amount of information and that this is actually a thing now. Because when I first heard about it, I was like, okay, this is totally going to be a one-off, a fun episode. It's really mm-hmm. just for fun and nothing else. But it was really informative, educational, and, and I enjoyed it. So that that's probably my favorite one of the year. Yeah, that was a fascinating episode, and I didn't know what to expect going into that. I didn't know how people in our listening audience were going to take it, and I, if there's one thing I walked away with from that episode, and, and there was much more than just one thing, but if mm-hmm. I boil it down to one thing, that is uh, we have a massively growing population on Earth. Worst case <laughs> scenario, there's going to be plenty of crickets to eat. <laughs> if that's if that's what you're into, yes. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a protein supply. Worst yes. case scenario. But yeah, I thought that was a lot of fun and, and I learned a ton about that. Now, I think the thing that really got to me was how culturally, uh, you know, we, we might be adverse to eating crickets, but in other countries, they might be adverse right. to drinking milk. Yeah. Things that we think are very common, they're like, oh, you know, and, and that was one of those just kind of paradigm shifts that you go, that's true. Okay. So maybe I should. And, and we and I think all of us in marketing ended up ordering cricket bars from some of these different companies <laughs> and trying them out and say, OK, we've had them. Yeah, that's so we, right. We've done it now. Well, yeah, that, uh, yeah, you're exactly what you're saying. Another really interesting part of that show was uh, that what they say in the 1950s and 60s, you couldn't get anyone like in the Midwest, Iowa, that mm-hmm. area to eat shellfish. Yeah. No this way. Is this lobster. Yeah. Now it's a delicacy. Back then it was like, oh, that's garbage food. Yeah. Feed that to prisoners. And, and you're like, really? This, <laughs> that's That just shows you how time changes. One of the things, and we talked about this when we did our very first episode a year ago with Mark Schmidt, our CEO. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about the fact that this show is there to provide a service. It's there to provide customer service. It is not there to be one 30 minute long or 40 minute long commercial for DNB supply. Are we sticking with that philosophy? Absolutely. I think if it comes off as a commercial, then, then we failed. I think the number one goal of this is to be useful, should be useful to our listeners. It should be something that they can come away with and say, I learned something or I was entertained. And it maintains that relationship that we have with our customers and listeners. If, if it comes off as a commercial, then we shouldn't even do it. Yeah, absolutely. And that that's one of the things I wanted to going into it is let's provide very good content, good quality content. And I'll tell you what, if, if somebody uses this content in a way that doesn't bring them into a DNB supply, 
Oh, well, we're, we're that, doing that's your okay. Yeah. At the end of the day, we provided a service. I mean, there are plenty of times that people come in in the store and you help them and they don't buy anything, but you hope that maybe they will come by sometime. But right now you help them solve their problem and that solving the problem didn't actually involve them buying anything. It just involved you giving them some information. Mm-hmm. Now, a little over a year ago when you were talking with everybody and, and discussing we want to produce content on a podcast in an audio form, what was that? What what was driving that discussion? I, I think there was there were multiple things driving it. We were just looking at other avenues because again we want we had our blog, but then we thought what's another way we can drive it? We've also got some YouTube videos, but you look at there are just so many different ways to communicate with your customer or your listeners than what there used to be. I mean, before, I think Mark said it in the first episode, I mean, the old days, if I get radio, TV, and newspaper, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And now it's finding customers, their attention is fragmented among so many different types of media. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could be on YouTube, they could be on Facebook, they can be on whatever. So how do you reach and communicate with your customers in this day and age? And it's not it's not as easy as it used to be. So the, the way that you do that is you become useful so that you're not out there, I'm not out there looking for you, Matt. I'm out there, putting something on the website that's hopefully useful. So when that customer is ready, they can find it and then hopefully they'll come and buy from me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, as I think about this and as I look at the way DNB is expanding, uh, we just opened a new store, you know, right in Southeast Boise, uh, mm-hmm. the Eastgate store. And so our customer base and that, prototypical DNB customer mm-hmm. it, that that category is broadening. Yes it is. But there's one thing when I when I think about the people who come into DNB, one thing they've got in common is they're active people. Mm-hmm. They're they're active in the outdoors, they're active in their backyard, in their farm, their garden, out with their livestock, whatever it may be, they are busy. And that's what I love about producing content like this is that it can be consumed while somebody is busy with their eyes and with their hands. You know, mm-hmm. whatever that may be doing, they could be working out, going on a walk, mowing the lawn, they could be irrigating, whatever it may be, they can be consuming this. And I think it's a great way to deliver that message so they can multitask and they can still get something great out of this. And it's their, right, they can multitask and they can also, at their leisure, when they want to listen to it. They don't have to listen to it at a certain time. It's obviously when it's on the radio, it's at a certain time, mm-hmm. but the podcast is whenever you're ready. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's take another commercial break. When we come back, I want to talk to you Uh, about what you've seen over the last year in terms of people's response to the show. Say you were to ride off into the sunset. Ideally, what kind of boots and clothes would you be wearing? For horseback riders of all styles, nothing beats the look and performance of Ariat. Available at D&B Supply. Everyone from famous rodeo cowboys to country music legends to equestrian Olympians turn to Ariat with confidence. You can count on them too. Think of Ariat as your ultimate riding companion for the life and times in the West. When you need to better outfit your ride with Ariat, stop on by your favorite D&B Supply. With bitter cold days and nights right around the bend, make sure your animals have what they need to stay warm and healthy. For horses, that means plenty of water and the right nutrition you'll find in Neutrina Safe Choice Horse Feeds from D&B. Neutrina Safe Choice Horse Feeds supplement hay to give your horses the additional calories, nutrients, and fiber they need to keep warm this winter. Neutrina Safe Choice Horse Feeds, available at your favorite D&B supply. All right, Joe, well, the D&B Supply Show, how has it been received over the last year? I think it's been received very well. I mean, the comments that I've heard have been very positive. People were interested in it and they say, hey, I, I learned about this or, or I, I saw that you had this show and I listened to it and it was either funny or or I was educated. And, and I think that's, again, that gets back to what our goal is. 
the, the thing when you get into this is a lot of times there's expectations. You know, you do a show and it's like, okay, you have 50 people listen to it and people get depressed. Oh, that was nothing. You got to remember, this is long-term. This is a long-term relationship with our customers. It's a long-term relationship with the internet. That episode may sit there for a while and then suddenly it becomes important. Snowblowers. Mm-hmm. Okay, not too many people listen to it, but when the snow hits the ground, suddenly you may right. have a whole bunch of people do that. We had a, a YouTube video about beekeeping and bee classes and, and that one, just took off and that one's done so well. And then we've had other ones about wood stoves that sat there. But over time, as you get the questions, they start to build and build and you, and you get that audience out there. So I think the expectation should never be that you're going to do a show and that it's going to be, this will be the most popular thing ever, but it's like, here's some information that's out here. Hopefully someone's going to find that useful at some point. Well, and that's why we produce it the way we do. But I would not argue about against being the most popular ever. I'll take that too. <laughs> if we can hit that, you know, everybody says, just go make a viral video. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> if I knew how to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, now, you know, over the last year, have any requests come in for topics or anything like that where people have said, hey, why don't you cover this? I'd like to learn more about this. There have been some. Mostly what we do is we kind of make a list and then we talk to you and say, hey, here's, here's what we're kind of looking at and, and just kind of go from there. I mean, most of it... We're really, like you said, there's not a shortage of things we, we kind of have mapped out on any given day. It's like, here's the different things that questions that came up from customers. So it's pretty easy to come up with content. Yeah. And I, I find that too. And that's kind of the fun is just trying to figure out what it is that's going to be helpful and useful. And then when a special request comes in, uh, it's a super highlight. It, it's mm-hmm. great to, to be able to do that and know that if one person asked it, there's got to be other people out there. There's, there's always someone that doesn't ask, but wants to know the answer. <laughs> okay. Well, now here as we're beginning our second year of the show, mm-hmm. have any of our goals, any of the vision for this show changed? Is there any new direction we want to go in or what should we be expecting in 2018? I think we're starting to hit our stride. I, I think the first year, as always, you try different things. And now based on what we've seen from different listeners, that gives us direction to go for next year. I think that this is going to be more fun. And as we're going to get into this, we're going to get more and more requests from our customers. And that's really what's going to drive the show. The mm-hmm. listeners are going to say, hey, can you please do a show about this? And, and we'll we'll know exactly what we need to do. Right now, it's kind of like, here's what we think. And then here's what the customer thinks. And you kind of just go back and forth until you hopefully find what, what people are looking for. Yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, for anybody out there listening, if you've got a topic you want covered, uh, we're happy to look into it. So absolutely. Yeah. Just let us know. Absolutely. Well, so that's kind of what's coming up over the next year. What about in the long run? How do you want this to morph over the next five years, 10 years, whatever it may be? That's, that's a difficult question. I mean, <laughs> cause there's so many things you'd like to see happen. I would like to see it eventually become not only audio, but video. Mm-hmm. I would like us to be able to do, we've, we've had a few videos we've done online for different types of products or things, but I would like to see that be a companion to our website. So if there's a podcast about a certain thing, cause you can describe things in words, but then sometimes, you know, pictures worth a thousand words. Right. If I can do a video that shows you how to do a certain thing, re out in the field with a certain technique or whatever it is, or how to use a tool mm-hmm. that can be so much better than trying to describe it over the air. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the key is giving people options, right? I mean, if, mm-hmm. they, if they only have the time or the availability to consume it on audio, then hey, mm-hmm. we've got that for you. And how, it, what are they comfortable with? I mean, yeah. some people are more comfortable with audio. Some people have to see things. And then some people just want to read it. Here, just give me the words. I want to read it. Well, you talked about the cricket episode as a highlight <laughs> for you. And uh, that was definitely a fun one for me. I had a few I wanted to single out because I do this show selfishly. No question about mm-hmm. it. I say that uh, with a smile on my face. But uh, episode 25, we interviewed John Phipps uh, from DeWalt. Oh, yes. And, you know, I, well before I ever started 
doing this this show, I went out and I bought my first set of DeWalt 20-volt cordless tools and had become such a fan of this company. And so then to be able to, for me, uh, being a guy with a farm and, and working with my hands out here on the farm, for me to be able to interview somebody like John, it was almost like being starstruck uh, <laughs> just because here's somebody who knows the reasoning why, how it all gets mm-hmm. built, what else is coming, all the different tools. And uh, I thought, man, that's great. I didn't realize how big a fan I was of that particular brand until we did that episode. And I think that probably resonates for somebody somewhere every time we release an episode and we talk about something where they go, yeah, that is a great piece of equipment or that's a great tool or whatever that may be. And I'm so happy I found it. And that one for me was that really kind of, it gave me that perspective of how a listener might perceive our show. And I, I really enjoyed doing that one. And then episode 41, we interviewed Monty Weaver from DNB about pellet stoves. Oh, yeah. He's a stove guru. <laughs> yeah. That was a selfish episode for me, too, because we have a pellet stove here in our place. Mm-hmm. And when we got done with that episode, I'm like, okay, I am upgrading. I'm getting a new pellet stove. And uh, mm-hmm. I can kind of go off on this stuff all day long. And then some of the personal stories we did, we interviewed Hunter Ray Rackham, uh, Miss Rodeo, Idaho, twice. Once back in the spring and then uh, once here in December, right before she went off to the Miss Rodeo America pageant down in Las Vegas. And she did not wind up becoming Miss Rodeo America. America, but man, getting to know her and getting to know that organization and, and that opportunity to do that, you know, that's something, you know, everybody knows the term rodeo queen. Mm-hmm. Everybody who's gone to a rodeo has seen the rodeo queen riding around the arena, carrying the flag or whatever it may be. But I had no idea the level of dedication, the lifetime of dedication that Hunter had put into this and all the hard work and everything that goes, all the people that volunteer and help out organizations like that. And so stuff like that has been a thrill to me because there is so much about our Western lifestyle that we kind of know exists, but maybe don't know the details of. And then it gives us the opportunity to learn more about it. There's so many good organizations and so many good people that work hard at them and they, they're just volunteers and they do amazing things. And that's, this is one of those, but you, you come in contact with them. That's one of the things I love about our job. My job is that we, we do that and you get to meet them and you find out about all these things that you had no idea Mm -hmm. that were out there. Absolutely. Well, Joe, let's take another commercial break. And then when we come back, I want to ask a little bit more about what we're going to be doing in 2018. Sounds good. Hamilton Carhartt started sweating the details back in 1889. Carhartt started to stitch together workwear made to stand up to steel, smoke, and the Industrial Revolution. Ever since, Carhartt gear has survived in the most rugged corners of the world and thrived in the harshest conditions at work or home. In 1959, a couple of fellas named Dutch and Bud set up their first supply shop in Idaho to outfit people in the with only the best. When you need the stuff of legends, even just to make it through the workday, stop in for some Carhartt at your favorite D&B supply. With bitter cold days and nights right around the bend, make sure your animals have what they need to stay warm and healthy. For horses, that means plenty of water and the right nutrition you'll find in Neutrina Safe Choice Horse Feeds from D&B. Neutrina Safe Choice Horse Feeds supplement hay to give your horses the additional calories, nutrients, and fiber they need to keep warm this winter. Neutrina Safe Choice Horse Feeds. Available at your favorite D&B supply. All right, Joe. Well, 2018 is here already. And I know we're seeing a resurgence in homesteading and a lot of people getting into subsistence and a homesteading movement. How is D&B going to embrace that? I think we already have. I think we've been 
kind of running under the radar for quite a while because we've had a lot of these things forever. But I think now that homesteading is becoming such a big thing again, that people are finding that we carry those products. And so we're, we're actually reaching out to find more products and more things that support that, whether it's, uh, you know, making your own yogurt or whatever it is that, you know, people do, people are really getting back to their roots and they want to know where their food comes from. They want to make their own clothes. They want to make all these things. And, uh, it's just amazing to see that. And I think we're positioned to be there for them because that's what we've always done. So we really don't have it to do anything different other than to let people know that we have it. That's awesome. And I did a, a recap show for New Year's on, on my other show, on my mm-hmm. my other podcast the other day. And that was one of the highlights. Uh, my wife and my daughter and I did that show and I asked about highlights of the year. And mine was we actually slaughtered a couple of our own pigs and made our own sausage. We did everything from start to finish. Those pigs were born wow. here mm-hmm. and they went into the freezer here and they never left the property. We made everything. And that's a real fun part of mm-hmm. doing this is being able to take what you're producing on your own property and put it in your freezer, put it in your cupboard or whatever it may be and, and store that and use it later and, and be at least a little bit more self-sufficient than you were before you started. And I think that's I think a lot it's of fun. empowering to people when they're, they know where their food came from or they said, I, I can do this, whether it's growing your own food or building a table or doing whatever it is mm-hmm. that makes you, okay, I'm not reliant on having to go get this or have somebody make it for me. I can do it myself. Well, and then you don't just have a, a table. You've got an accomplishment sitting yes, right there. Right. It's something you can talk about. You know, <laughs> we, right. we spend a lot of time doing everything, you know, on the computer nowadays, on Facebook, but you really don't have a whole lot to show for it. Where if you build a table or you make something, you can share it with people. And Absolutely. you're right. There's always a story that goes along with it. Any table, anything that you do, whether I'm doing woodworking or whatever, there's always something that you want to share with people. Look at this knot here. Look at how this wood, mm-hmm. or here's where this wood came from. Or there's a, there's a history to it. Absolutely. Well, Joe... This has been a great year. I can't wait to get through 2018 and and all the great interviews we're going to be able to do. And I want to say thank you to to you and to DNB, but especially to you for returning my phone call. I just never expected that to happen. (laughs) Well, thanks, Matt, for actually picking up the phone when I returned your phone call, because I think, like you said, this has been a great match. And I think I'm looking forward to what we can do this year. Thank you all for joining us today. And here is to you and your pursuit of the country lifestyle however you define it. For the DNB Show, I'm Matt Breckwald.